Action. What's up? What up, y'all? We felt like uh, chillaxing today. Yes, sir. <laughs> so as you can see, if you are on the YouTube channel, we have a new uh, studio setup that we're trying out, mainly because our chairs broke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to throw them out. They were uh, the shittiest of wood. And uh, actually, there was a <laughs> a crazy accident where my mom, I was teaching her Photoshop, right? And she was having a great time. She was like, oh, my God, this is so amazing literally right beside me like the the fucking leg snaps she hits her head on the wood and then the second on the floor damn it was bad i was like nah we can't be having this (laughs) we can't be having older people falling in these chairs yeah i was like man covid didn't hit moms i don't need the floor too yo for real (laughs) damn that sucks well welcome everybody (laughs) this is episode 52 actually 52 yeah so we were on 51 last no we were on 50 Oh, you consider the two piece. Two parts. Uh, yeah. So the second part was fifty one, and no, yeah, fifty one. One and fifty two. Ah, so I see. episode fifty two of the Terrible Reception Podcast. Thank you I for like joining that. us, guys. Uh, like I mentioned, if you are on the YouTube channel, you are seeing this cool new little setup. So if you like this new little setup, you better subscribe <laughs> to the setup. <laughs> <laughs> Leave a comment below. Let us know what you think about it. Uh, whether you like this one or the older setup. Um, I think it just looks cooler because now you have this cool ass stance. I know with this Calvin Klein hoodie. I like sitting like this, right? So comfortable sitting like this. Yeah, I'm like, I might fall asleep on the podcast. You feel like you're sitting up in class, like at that table. Yeah, no, the wooden chair. Um, speaking of subscribing, I checked the numbers the other day. Eighty-seven point five percent of you guys are still not subscribed to the channel. Yeah, what are you guys doing? Please subscribe to the channel. Don't miss out on any of our videos. Um, make sure to head over to Apple Podcasts if you listen to us rather than just watch us on YouTube. Uh, leave a rating and leave a review if you haven't already. And if you have, leave another one. Fuck it. Why not? Yeah. Uh, unless it's a bad one. then <laughs> We don't need another bad one. I mean, <laughs> uh, bad press is good press because exactly. it's something. Um, and then Spotify. Make sure to follow the podcast. We are also on Spotify, and uh, we are also on Google Podcasts, and I believe on Deezer as well. Whoever uses Deezer, don't know. The same people that probably used Napster back in the day. <laughs> probably. I mean, we all used Napster back in the day, right? Right. I remember getting the illest vibe. Did I ever tell you my Napster story? Mm-mm. Oh, Jesus. Okay. So I was in like seventh grade, okay. and I had, I'm trying to remember if it was LimeWire or Napster. Yeah, they were like both there at that time. They were both there. LimeWire came came along. LimeWire was back uh, after that. I believe it was LimeWire, actually. So I was on LimeWire, and I was downloading a music video. My perverted ass was (laughs) downloading a Britney Spears video. Britney Spears was popping back in the day. You and GT were on the same vibe. I don't know if it was like a... Like, I thought it was like a porn or something. I don't know what the hell it was. I don't know if that was a music video. She looked like a girl that would end up on a couch. In a porn, and <laughs> she already had like this. she already had the schoolgirl outfit. Second one was like the girl next door. So you were like, okay, I see where this is going. <laughs> so, I mean, the only thing I can remember since it was seventh grade it was Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. What I was downloading, don't know. Music video. I thought what I thought was a porn. I don't know what the hell it was, but whatever it was, it was not Britney. Spears. Was it just the light from your monitor hitting your face with like the door cracked, hoping that you know somebody wouldn't come in? The weird thing about that is funny because uh, 
now we instantly download shit, right? Yeah. You download a song in what, like two seconds? Basically. Uh, what is it, a 15 gigabyte video you can download in like half an hour or something like that? Movies, like in like an hour or two. Yeah, those were like megabytes. Talk about like 3,000 megabytes, which is equivalent to what? Was it megabytes or kilobytes? It's probably even kilobytes because uh-huh. MP3s came out. The compression started right. like lessening, so it was more rapid. Right. So it was the equivalent of, let's say, like three megabytes or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And it took maybe like hours. It took hours to download. And then when I finally opened it up, still burned into my skull. I don't know if I've ever mentioned this on the podcast before, but it burned into my skull, this image of this soldier of some kind overseas i don't know if he was middle eastern or eastern european and there was this guy that's stomping on his head like holding his head down on the ground and the guy's like i guess pleading for his life oh man i saw this i I just saw it in a different place literally shoves the knife in his throat and pulls it that way oh my god i was traumatized it's not a movie either traumatized no no it was like one of those like Taliban videos that we see regularly on the internet now. Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, we used to go on steakandcheese.com. I think it's like oh, banned man. now. And you never knew what you were going to get, right? I used to go on rotten.com. You ever heard of rotten.com? Same thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Same concept. Sick fucking kid. You're, play- <laughs> you're playing Russian roulette with your, like, you know, your psychological state. You're like, okay, I went from seeing two Asian chicks in a tub vomiting on each other and eating it and slurping uh, it up again i've seen that to like a kitty playing with like a little ball and then some girl stepping on balls with a pair of stilettos like followed genitals? by them yeah like testicles like testicles Ugh. and they're like they're like you know they're like about to pop out uh. i know you feel it right <laughs> and then it's like My stomach hurts <laughs> uh, thinking about it's just disturbing and then it's like and then it's followed by like your video and it's like, oh, my God. Like, what were we thinking? It's because the internet, that's where, like, the dark internet started, like, seeping through the cracks. And you were like, oh, shit. Like, I, I shouldn't be here. I should never be here. <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, Rotten.com. I don't even know how I stumbled across this site. They think somebody told me about it. And it was, like, this website dedicated to, like, videos like that. Like, uh, there was, like, autopsy reports on there. I think this is where my true crime, like, mind first developed i feel like, like this like the the seed of satan and like two girls one cup like that's where those things originated yeah, from you know exactly so um i would remember seeing like photos of like accidents like accidental deaths i remember one that was another thing that burned into my school somebody fell off a building <clears throat> and you see those spiky gates that are in front of like people's houses yes somebody fell off a building oh <sighs> Their head uh, spiked through the spike, uh, and their body fell to the ground. See that these are like the um, traumatic things I think about, and that's why I remember when I was saying that movie that that film I want to make called Twitch. <laughs> Twitch. <laughs> it's just a compilation of what we've seen as kids. This is gross. Uh, I don't know how I stumbled across that man, but yeah, I've seen some disturbing ones, like even ones that like babies die. It's just like it's fucked. Like I. You ever go on a website called Newgrounds? Yes. You know it's still around? Yeah. It's crazy. One of the kids that I work with was on there, and I was like, why does this sound so familiar? There's like the Ninja Stick Fighter guy on there. They had a whole series. Salad Fingers. Yes. Was from there. Salad Fingers was a crazy, creepy series that I fell in love with. (laughs) Um, Such a weird guy. He's like, hey, I 
He's like, you want to feel my rusty spoon? Or red water for my fingers? Yeah. <laughs> this is the original as ASMR, I think. I think so. Yeah, it was just nothing but sounds. I'm going to look up a video of Salad Fingers so you guys can hear what Salad Fingers is. Salad like. Fingers has like an English accent. He's like this. He looks like he hasn't slept in his whole life. <laughs> he's just like, he's a very creepy character. And like, it's very uh, ominous and very depressing, actually. And he like has conversations the... with like inanimate objects. I remember one video in particular. He was like in a closet hiding from something. Yeah, but then like he's like he's like I'm making mince pie. It's just weird. Are you on Bluetooth or the? Uh... Yeah, yeah. Orgasmic. <laughs> <laughs> I must find the perfect spoon. <laughs> He's so creepy. I love the music in the background. It's fucking creepy as shit. So if you ever, if you are on YouTube right now, pause this video and just search "salad fingers." Uh, <laughs> He's just like screaming the wall. He's like, Hello, uh. that young child. I'm here <laughs> to inquire about your spoons. He has like yellow teeth. He has the really long fingers. Oh my god. Uh-huh. <laughs> so awkward. That is salad fingers. So yeah, Newgrounds is still around. Because there's like this new thing called Friday Night Funkin'. Okay. Which is kind of like this hybrid of Parappa the Rapper mm-hmm. mixed with like Dance Dance Revolution. Okay. Yeah, so like apparently it's like really popular with kids these days where it's like this kid is like his name is the boyfriend and he's uh uh rap battling for like the love of the girlfriend so one of them he battles is like the father yeah yeah. so there's no words to this music it's literally just sounds it's like (laughs) so you see this guy's like and you have to like hit the arrows to find out what they're saying (laughs) on the notes or whatever so it's like you're battling it's kind of like scott pilgrim where he's like battling all these people for the love of this girl (laughs) so so imagine scott pilgrim versus the world mixed with parappa the rapper mixed with uh dance dance revolution with beaker from the muppets all you're saying to me is PlayStation 1. <laughs> like That's all I'm thinking about. It, the graphics look kind of like that, too, because it's like very Parappa the Rapper. Like, right, like, like the flat 3D flat animation. 3D is like one motion. He's Whoever like, came up with that, though, like I thought that was so so dope for the time because it was like, it was bright, it was colorful, it was animated, but it, I don't know, like you didn't have to go too hard, but it mm-hmm. looks dope. You know? It kind of like, it was revolutionary in the sense that it, I think it paved the way for like games like Guitar Hero and like Rock Band. Yeah. <clears throat> as far as the uh, karaoke aspect of it. And those became international sensations. Yeah. Uh-huh. Actually, once I move out, I'm going to get like a Rock Band kit for my house. Oh, I thought you meant like the whole jam, like when you go to an arcade. Which ones? Like the, the dance dance, hero? yeah. Oh, or like no, I thought you were gonna dance. like, no, no, no. you know, like I was, I, like, I was always bad at like dance dance revolution because my mind is too slow to keep up with the. Uh, I thought can't. that was one of your like deep like millionaire fantasies. You're like, you know what? Once I make it big, I'm buying <laughs> dance, dance dance revolution for my house. Nah, I fucking suck at dance dance revolution. You take off your shoes and then you got to play dance dance revolution. Like <laughs> that's the way you like get christened to come into my house. <laughs> you can't pass this rug unless you battle me in dance dance revolution. 
And then you always have like Amy, but then there's this also random Korean girl that when she doesn't want to play, she'll always be willing to play with you. She's like, Yata. It's like a watered down version of Amy. It's just yeah. like a little Asian Korean girl in the corner. <clears throat> the stand in the double. <laughs> That's hilarious. But no, I sucked at Dance Dance Revolution. I was more I was better at like the rock band drums. Because mm-hmm. I can coordinate a little better. Yeah. As far as like seeing the notes and then slapping the particular drum. Um, I wasn't really good at the guitar or um, coordinating the arrows in Dance Dance Revolution. Yeah, because especially when they have, uh, what was that band? Something Dragon. Imagine Dragons? I don't, is it, I don't think it's Imagine Dragons, but like it's one that goes really fast. And it's like, it's like these guys play fast. Uh-huh. They're known for playing fast. Oh, for, yeah. I forgot what uh, the band was called. I saw a video the other day that these guys on Twitch actually play Guitar Hero, and they're fucking insane. There's this guy that did a whole song blindfolded with his back turned to the screen. Sickening. Sickening. Yeah. But, um... How was your birthday? It was all right. It was all right? Yeah. That was a COVID birthday. It was okay. Can't complain. That's good. I didn't really want to do anything, because, um... You know, with everything going on, it's like it's more of a headache to try to plan something than actually just say, you know what, I'm just gonna take the day, chill, whatever, just don't do anything. We see, we still need. <clears throat> oh no! <laughs> Shout out Jay's birthday! Woo! Yeah, my birthday was on the 31st, um, and the whole time people were asking me, "Hey, what are we doing for your birthday?" And it's like I always liked celebrating my birthday, doing something cool and fun. Yeah. Um. But it's like the one thing that I actually wanted to do was karaoke. So mm. I called a few places. They were like, oh, no, it's a six-person minimum. Yeah, I, guess, like, I, guess I mean, so. max. And then there's this one spot that would do 12. And I'm like counting possible people that would be there would exceed the 12. And um, some places close at 10. Other places stay up later. You, gave me, you just gave me like a whole <clears throat> script in my head just by saying a six-person minimum. Mm-hmm. Maximum. My bad. I know that. Mm-hmm. But I'm like... I imagine it'd be like in the world of COVID, an <laughs> underground dance party revolution is taking place. It'd be killer karaoke. It's like, how many people do you have? We're like, we have fifty, and then they open the doors, mm-hmm. and it looks like like, like the beginning of the Matrix, like <laughs> or like Black Panther yeah, when right? they walk into like that underground casino. <laughs> it's like COVID karaoke. <laughs> Nobody's wearing masks and singing, you know? <laughs> but um, yeah, man, I like I called a few places, and it was just like. You know what? I don't even want to do anything because it, it, it takes the fun out of it. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to just like chill at home. I was like, if you want to grab lunch or dinner, whatever, we could do that. Um, and then the snow didn't help. It snowed a lot that day. That was like the beginning of the big snowstorm we got. It's weird. It's like, <clears throat> I don't know. We've been in COVID since last March. And honestly, for for some reason this month, I'm feeling I'm feeling it now, lockdown purpose wise, where it's like I don't like I, I'm not fucking with the new normal. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like the whole um spirited, joyous, celebratory aspect of life is like <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I thought something happened. You like pause for a second, I'm like, what? <laughs> It's harder in these chairs when you got to reach now, so it's like yeah. your your comedic, uh-huh. um, you know, comedic timing is not there. Is off. You have to like foresee it. Yeah, 
So you could like lean forward and just like I just gotta like hit it with my pinky toe, like (laughs) (laughs) or we can hire somebody. Anybody wanna help us? Yeah, that'd be nice. Um what were we talking about? COVID. COVID. Yeah, it like it it drains. It's draining. Um and for once I'm like jealous of Florida. Because, like, Florida, like, as crazy as people are down there, it's, like, they have everything open. Everybody's just chilling. That's the thing. Statistically, right, it's kind of crazy. You can, like, you can research this, right? Statistically, New Jersey and New York have had, quote, unquote, the most deaths. Florida's actually, like, 14 on COVID deaths versus us. Like, we're higher in the, like... I don't know, one to seven range. Mm-hmm. They're down low. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of crazy. Why do you think that is? One, I think like, I was thinking to myself, right? I'm in between everything because, yes, you know, um, I think about it from a scientific level. I think about it from a respect your neighbor level. And I also think about it from crazy an environment Florida. level, right? Florida is always hot humid weather right Uh, from science aspect they said that it doesn't really survive in in heat in heat right Right. so they're already in a very hot place the weather's mostly nice i've even been in florida in the winter and the most it feels like a spring day right right so one there's that two if you're outside i think the beauty about nature trees and everything else everything like recycles and aerates itself it's the same thing with the ocean Hmm. as much as the ocean's been polluted it finds a way to heal itself it just needs time it's like you can't constantly hit it with the same bs right Mm -hmm. so i think it's like that like if you're in open environment you know it just it's like air like i feel like there shouldn't be a hard restriction on masks like outside particularly so per se but as much as it is like if you go into a place that's less aerated, because the whole problem is, right? If you go to a doctor's office, if you go to a hospital, the reason why it's so safe there is because most of the time they have um, ventilation ventilation and filters <clears throat> that purifies the air. And that's the number one thing we need. But I feel like our ecosystem, it naturally does that. So for people to wear a mask outside, it's like... Silly. It's silly. Mm-hmm. If you're inside, like if you and I like really didn't know what's going on now, like say we're here on the podcast, there's not a lot of filtration. So things yeah. could travel and all this other stuff can just remain in this one little area. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I think from that standpoint, um, you know, we could take precaution, respect the elders, respect the neighbors, make people <laughs> feel comfortable. But a lot of things is like, I feel like, again, I always get like, I think propaganda right now and just everything else is just some people don't know what's going on. Like we look to like hire people like scientists and presidents and all this, but like nobody really knows how this thing's going. So like, sure we take precaution, but I think it's overdone. Mm -hmm. Like I just feel like Florida might be happier because it's like you ever stress yourself out and then get sick Mm -hmm. because the more you stress yourself out, you could create an ulcer in your stomach. You can lower your immune system by stressing yourself out. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the more we stress ourselves out, the more we become fearful, the less, I mean, the more chances you have of getting sick. So it's like, in a sense, I kind of applaud Florida. It's like, if you're kind of living your life 
you're not really hurting anybody else. Cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you have family down there, so you know what the deal is. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. <coughs> I don't know. It's, it's, it's tricky. Um, I definitely don't envy him, whoever has to make these decisions. No. I definitely don't want to be anybody in politics. I definitely don't want to be anybody that has to... Take the blame. Take the blame, number one. Number two, be responsible for a large group of people on that aspect. Yeah. Um, What's his name? Fauci. I would never want to be Fauci. I think it's less healthy. Like, right now, I feel the least healthiest. I have nowhere to... I mean, I could go outside. It's winter in Jersey, if you guys are listening. So... It's not that pleasant to be outside. It's the type of cold that burns your lungs after a while. Mm -hmm. But I miss spring. Like, you know, I love walking outside. I think it's a, yeah, it's, it's, it's around the corner. We need those things like to be cooped up or fearful to go out. Really one, it's taxing on our psychology, you know, you know, our psychosis, mental health. And then two, it's like the more you're stagnant, you know, um, the, the thing that you don't want to do when you're sick is get up, right? Your body kind of makes it so you want to, like, lay in the bed. But you should do the opposite because sweating and everything, sweating movement. Out, yeah. mm-hmm. Think about, like, um, I don't know, like a, a piece of food that's laying somewhere. You see how the mold grows on it versus something that, like, might get a, some air because it's moving or something. It takes a lot longer for things to. Uh, it's kind of like a cut you have on your inside mouth. What the fuck did I just say? <laughs> it's like cut you have on the inside <laughs> the mouth. No, I like it though. Oh. <laughs> I can't laugh. Um, it's like a cut. Like a cut or like a canker sore that you have inside of your mouth. It okay. takes a lot longer to heal because there's not a lot of oxygen hitting it. Because exactly. Your mouth is closed and exactly. Like that. That's why I'm saying oxygen <laughs> is so important. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's tough. You know what I'm saying? It's tough because... Again, um, I think I have an idea of how I caught the virus. It's because I was indoors, no filtered air. It was hot. Not hot, but it was just hot breath. <laughs> <laughs> it was It was able, you know, it, it was a degree where it can still roam, you know. Yeah. But there's another thing, too. And you can agree or disagree with me. But do you every f- time you say that, I feel like I'm gonna disagree with you. That's fine. That's why. That's why I have a disclaimer. <laughs> My disclaimer is though, like, I want to, I want to, I want to hear and see more of the COVID um, survivors, yeah, rather than hear about the COVID the deaths because nobody's sharing at least the positive aspect. Like, if there's one thing I learned from Star Wars. There's never going to be too much good, not too much evil. It's balance. Mm-hmm. Let's have more balance. <laughs> like, let's see that that comes to ratings, right? Yes. Um, media feeds off of negativity and bad news. Like, how many times do you watch? The, that's why I don't watch the news because ninety five percent of it is lies, bad shit, bad shit, or lies, or a mixture of both. Yeah. And then that five percent. That they'll spend 10 seconds like saying, hey, here's a firefighter saving a cat from a tree and then gives it to these kids on the spectrum. Yeah, it's like the it five seconds. Day. Yeah, five seconds. And then man in Brooklyn gets shot by his baby moms because he didn't bring milk for the baby or some shit like that. 
And you're like, so. that's a nobody, but they're still getting airtime. Mm-hmm. Which is, which sucks. Yeah. And I hate that as humans, we're wired to be attracted to stuff like that. Um, that's why TMZ is like so popular because people love drama. People love shade room. Yeah. Everybody loves drama. Um, I mean, a little drama is good once in a while, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But, like, I feel like it's just so lopsided. Yeah. And that's the main reason why, again, I don't watch the news. And that's why I like reading my news. Because I can pick and choose what I want to read, what I don't want to read. I see a headline that says, I don't know, baby dies in a fire. And then uh-huh. I see one that's like, baby gets rescued by, I don't know, child down the street delivering newspapers. I would rather go for that story than the, you know. You know what I've been going to? It's an app. Um, maybe I mentioned it before, but it's called Ground News. And Ground News is an accumulation of news from different sources. So if the same news hit 17 different articles or papers, then so those... It fact checks for you. So it fact checks in the That's sense dope. like this is news. And then they have a center bar, which is gray. And then they have a red bar and a blue bar saying that this might be more Republican sources, this might be more uh, Democrat sources, and then this this is the center saying that it's mutual, like, mm. it's, it's evenly sided news. Uh, so I think that's pretty dope, and it's just like, depending on what you're looking into, world news, politics. I got, I got, now I got an idea for an app. There should be an app that allows you to take that a step further, and let's say you're looking up, stuff about uh what's something that's controversial these days um right now they're they're talking about um the pipeline the oil pipeline and how like biden was signing against it Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah so there's stories on both sides about that yeah okay so one's saying that it's taking jobs away from americans uh like blue collar americans and one's saying that it's cutting it off, but now it's creating new jobs mm-hmm. because other things will come from it. Okay. Other resources of energy. You know what I'm saying? I got you. Okay. So there should be an app that like fact checks like different sources mm-hmm. and lets you know like, I don't know, 4,000 articles were written on the positive things and then 3,000 articles were written about the negative things, mm. and then they'll cross-reference those things and be yeah, like, yeah. okay, this is an 80% chance that this is fact. You know what I mean? I like that. Something like that. See, I'm like, I'm like very on the edge with fact-checking because it's like fact-checking can become opinion opinionated sidedness. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I love fact-checking in the sense that <clears> – <throat> is going to be a good segue for something silly that i'm gonna bring up no it's cool it's cool (laughs) i like it in the sense that if there is something that happened you get like maybe like when it's like a um like a story say it was about the um i don't know the uh maybe we're talking all right just an example something hypothetical right well no it's not really hypothetical in my idea but i'm saying like hillary clinton Right, like and uh, the evil witch, and 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 pedophile rings or something like. Right, so you're like, oh shit, like is this true? So, unless somebody has hard evidence where it's like they got something off of a laptop, 
you know, and, and they, I don't know, they could really prove it versus, mm-hmm. oh no, like run by the manifest. Or yeah, like, like this that, is yeah. this is unreal because we favor this person. Like there is a big difference. You know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't matter who the fuck you are. You know what I'm saying? Because again, we've seen the weirdest things happen and come out of different places. But mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just it's 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 a it's a weird world when it comes to fact checking and uh, censorship and stuff like that. It's like. I know people, some people are trying to do right, others are taking advantage of it. Absolutely. With just like everything else. Yeah. It's always those bad, bad apples. But um, let me see. I was saying that that's a good segue for something that I uh, pull your phone out real quick and Google what I'm about to tell you to Google. Mm-hmm. And then you read it into the microphone, that first thing that pops up. Okay. Because usually Google has like that thing that at the top. Why were graham crackers invented? And then read that first thing that pops up. So as you're doing that, I'll preface with this with, uh, I saw a video about this. Question mark or no? Doesn't matter. Okay. First thing that'll pop up. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, read it. <laughs> <laughs> Graham crackers were invented to stop sexual urges and desires because the inventor, Reverend Sylvester Graham, (laughs) believed that eating meat and fat led to sexual excess. Yeah. He thought meat and fat increased lust. (laughs) He was extremely anti-refined white flour instead of favoring unsifted wheat flour. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> so I fell into this like wormhole of like trying to fact check this. Cause it's like anybody could write an article and say, you know, Rich invented whiskey because I don't know, it's good for your colon or some shit. <laughs> but see, at the same time, I feel like this is weird. I'm gonna get in my conspiracy bag. Mm-hmm. Right? It'd be like graham crackers were made to stop sexual desires. But when you make a s'more in front of a campfire, I don't think any sexual desires are, you know, coming to a halt in that situation. (laughs) Absolutely not. (laughs) Crackers don't stop shit. No. (laughs) So uh, in my fact checking, I found this article, right? Mm -hmm. Which led me to some other thing that I'm about to read. So uh, let me see. The cookies, the Graham crackers were invented by Sylvester Graham, like you mentioned, mm. an American Presbyterian minister who, whose views on food, sex, alcohol, and nutrition would seem a bit extreme to today's cracker snackers. <laughs> <laughs> you cracker snackers. Let me see. Uh, Graham ran health retreats in the 1830s that promoted a bland diet that banned sugar and meat. According to Refinery29, Graham's views ultimately inspired veganism in America as well as the first anti-sugar crusade. He condemned alcohol, tobacco, spices, seasoning, butter, and torture and tortured refined flour. I thought you said torture devices. (laughs) I was like, this guy is creating too many crazy things. Caffeine was also a no-no. In fact, Graham believed that coffee and tea were just as bad as tobacco, opium, or alcohol because they created a demand for stimulation. Crazy, because now we come to the world of keto, right? Mm -hmm. In the world of keto, I feel the blood flows more, Mm -hmm. right? We're talking about meats and fats. Mm Mm-hmm. I felt like I was more sexually active during keto than... Cover your ears, mom. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was like, do you think that f- that's because, um, you because at least on my end, I felt quote unquote sexier. Mm. You know, that could like, be I a felt thing. accomplished. I felt good. I had I more energy. More energy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So like this guy, he's saying, I feel like, I don't know. I mean, a bad diet could, you know, make you less sexually. One, you're not happy with yourself because you're like, okay, right. you know, I'm not feeling sexy. Two, you don't you don't have energy because you got sugar, flour, anything sweet that's like it's going high, and then it's burning really quick. Yeah, instead of something that's burning so slow, you crash. You crash. You get the itis, you get tired. You're yeah, yeah. bigger probably. <clears throat> Anytime you got to lift your stomach for somebody to give you a favor, mm-hmm. not sexy. <laughs> Unless that's your thing and more power Chevy to you. chasers. Chevy chasers? Uh, chubby. Chubby oh, chasers. Like you said Chevy, Chevy chasers. Chevy chasers. Is that like Chevy chasers like cult following? Chevy chasers? I feel like that would be a great hamburger spot that he makes Chevy chasers. I like that. Where it's like, get like three sliders and a free whiskey. <laughs> While watching one of Chevy Chase's movies <laughs> yeah, in the exactly. background. <laughs> I think we have a bigger thing on our hands. <laughs> Don't steal our shit. It's already recorded. Uh, let me see. So, looking up this Graham guy, right? Yeah. Fell into this whole wormhole. And it also talks about Harvey Kellogg. Name the Kellogg's right? guy. Kellogg's guy. So He's trying um, to really ruin the world. Harvey Kellogg. Uh, let me see. Graham's views directly influenced Victorian-era cornflake inventor John Harvey Kellogg, who was born a year after Graham died. Like hmm. his predecessor, Kellogg also believed that meat and some flavorful foods led to sexual impulses, so he advocated for the consumption of plain foods like cereals and nuts instead. Unsurprisingly, the original recipes for both cornflakes and graham crackers were free of sinful sugar. <laughs> My problem is, okay, are they re- the religious guys? It seems like they're very religious guys. Yeah, because I was like, why are they hating on the sexual aspect right. of life? Like, uh, It says here Graham was a... I just read this earlier. Where is it? It's like a Presbyterian or something. Mm. Uh, no offense the 19th century I know I made too. that sound really bad But I was like yeah was it's kind of more hardcore Presbyterian you know? minister um, In the 19th century uh, Whose views on food, sex, alcohol And nutrition would seem a bit extreme mm. To today's standards So that Picture is, some guy in the 1800s Super religious Probably thinks that sex is like the devil <clears throat> Which is funny because this talks about like uh, anything that's seasoned, sugars, and all this stuff. But graham crackers are sh- like they're sugar, they're honey right. coated, or like were graham crackers not sweet back then? Maybe oh, maybe somebody made honey graham crackers because uh, yeah, a cracker is usually a cracker, right? Like something like a Ritz cracker. Uh, crackers, I think, are usually made to be just bland, bland, right? So I feel okay. like somebody, maybe the guy that was going against them who was sexually, I don't know, nice with it. He probably said, <laughs> honey, we should put some honey on these crackers. He said, so fuck Sylvester Graham. <laughs> he said, fuck Sylvester Graham. I'm going to fuck you tonight. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, the 1800s must have been a crazy time because you're like, you got people like, oh, I'm going to make food that's going to make you impotent. Impotent, yeah. Basically. So the, <laughs> the boy Kellogg did the same thing. Wow. Um, let me see what else is on. Do here. you think that till this day, somebody's like maniacally like the head CEO of Kellogg's that's like, I'm going to stop the world from having sex. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Was that a horse? <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's a Mr. horse Ed. like he's got a horse head but like human hands he's like oh, i'm gonna mess up the world <laughs> probably the funny thing is that <clears throat> i was watching this video like shortly after the election of this like pastor using the name of god to condemn like anybody that voted for biden he was basically saying, I use the word of God to give you the worst financial year of your life and all this stuff. And I'm like, this is the guy that gives like religious people bad names because oh he's like using God. some, you know, the God's name to like wish evil upon somebody. I feel like politics <laughs> became religious people's sports. Yeah, absolutely. You know, which oh is why God. a lot of like conservative Christians are more on the Republican side and they were f- favoring Trump because their pastors are telling them there's a lot of pla- these places that feel very culty. Yeah. <clears throat> I know a bunch of people that go to some of these churches that are very culty. It's like they put their pastor up on a pedestal. It's overwhelming. <clears throat> very overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the thing is that, and I, what I liked about the certain pastors that I've associated with is mm-hmm. they tell you like, we are people as well. You shouldn't put us on a pedestal. Yeah, yeah. Like we have this special gift where you know God speaks through us to you, but we are people as well. Yeah, yeah. We make mistakes, and that's why I didn't like the whole pastor. You know, heard about Pastor Lance from Hillsong down the street? Hillsong. He got caught cheating on his wife or something, and then Hillsong Church like fired him basically. Really? And I'm like a religion that preaches about forgiveness and uh-huh. humanity and being this type of people couldn't forgive a man for making a man mistake. That's crazy. You know? Well, that's, that's the problem with our society because the hypocritical hypocrisy, hypocrisy, I think is a big problem. You know what I'm saying? Um, you have, it goes everywhere. It's like between racism, prejudice, equality, this, that, and the third, like the hypocrisy behind some of these things it's like we shouldn't live in a utopia first of all i think like the goal like the goal shouldn't be a utopia it should just be a playing field of respect Hmm. because there's beauty and differences there's this that and the third but it's like at the same time there are those bad apples that you talked about that are just making it harder to accomplish the goal you know what i'm saying so i feel like Again, good balance is, if anything in this life, it's just good balance. That's it. Mm-hmm. A meal tastes good because it has a balance between fat, acid, and uh, salt. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's it. It's the same thing. Like, if, if we can find a good balance in this life instead of tipping the scale all the time just because you know we feel certain ways it's the same thing when we overindulge eating and stuff like you know it's just it's not good for your health so it's the same thing in societal standards it's like we throw out too much politics too much propaganda 
too much um following the wave on instagram it's like it's too much of it you know what i'm saying we live in a world where it's like repetitive nonsense mm-hmm. that's how i feel yeah i mean i'm on the same page too <coughs> and um that's what that's pretty much what i tell everybody um because we we've gotten stuck in this world where we're overworking ourselves right yeah and we can't see we we get into these holes where we don't find joy in the work that we were doing because we are exhausted at the end of the day absolutely it's like seven days a week we're working till two three o'clock in the morning maybe four or five o'clock in the morning trying to get these things done whether it be music photography videography anything Mm -hmm. and i feel like we're at a place now where we find a good balance between everything yeah um because i remember we used to meet what four or five times a week sometimes then we cut it down to like three times a week yeah yeah. because it's like one of those things it's like as much as people don't sleep and try to catch up with it they do the same thing with happiness Mm -hmm. because they think they're on the road to it by like chasing their dreams and goals but if you do the same thing constantly with with the same end results you end up being miserable Mm -hmm. we had a discussion before we started the podcast we said if we keep um, complying or serving a certain demographic through our business, we stay in that lane. Yeah. We're never going to grow. Never going to grow. So it's a, it's the same thing. It's like there's always a beauty in evolution. There's always beauty in change. And it might not come with comfort at first, but the comfort comes along the way with repetition. Mm-hmm. So it's like same thing Like for all you guys and ladies that go to the gym it's like you know how uncomfortable it feels like you were snowboarding snowboarding over the weekend right mm-hmm. your ribs are in pain right now but you know coming back you evolved in your technique because you're better learning like you have to hit that snow hard mm-hmm. but you're coming back harder next time when you hit the slope because you're not fearful of the outcome it's funny because I tweeted something about that yesterday. I said your determination to want to do something has to overcome your fear of yeah. falling and hurting yourself. Exactly. In anything. Yeah. You know? Um, so that's why I always like preach. And we were talking to Jules about it a couple of weeks ago. It's like you have to take that time for yourself because it's like. Speak of the devil. <laughs> he just texted you. Yeah. We're just, we're, we're always stuck in this world where we feel like we have to make it tomorrow. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like. It's okay to put out your content. It's okay to do your work at your own pace. Mm-hmm. Just make sure you're doing it. Yeah. Because it's like those one hit wonders. Like I was mentioning when we were having the conversation with him over dinner, it's like those one hit wonders, like that CJ kid, that Whoop D guy. Yeah. He had no music out before Whoop D. Imagine if he had like a whole catalog of music. Crazy. Now he has to keep up with the demand. Thankfully for him, at least on my end, he he followed up with a pretty good song right after. But now he has to keep up with that demand rather yeah. than having... No, it's a never-ending because right. demand, 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 demand. Because mm-hmm. it doesn't matter third, fourth. It's like you got to be Drake now. Mm-hmm. Drake was the best artist for the last 12 years. If you can't pull a Drake, because he set the new standard. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if you can't, if you can't Drake your life, if you can't Nicki Minaj your life, if you can't Lil Wayne your life because they were determined to be the best, then mm-hmm. it's like a stock market, right? Drake is Bitcoin. 
Whoopty is like Dogecoin. Dogecoin, <laughs> like Dogecoin, like is interesting because it's what people put into it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Doge, did you, did Dogecoin. You buy, did you buy any? Yeah, I have Dogecoin. Dogecoin. I have. Yeah, I have. Uh, too. I bought nine hundred dollars of Do- Dogecoin. Mm-hmm. Um, it had dip, but I sold it. No, no. The thing is, I bought Doge two years ago. Because I didn't even know anything about anything, right? I was just like, whatever. So I bought it when it was like 28% of a cent, right? So I made like 0.000 something. On the 29th, when Elon Musk tweeted about it, I made $300 that night. Nice. On whatever I put in. Mm -hmm. I took it out because I'm still learning stock. So I could have held it. Or it could have made more profit, even though it dipped again, right? Mm-hmm. But I took it out and I made that three hundred, and then I put it back in, so I had six hundred, right? So next time I put three hundred back in, so I was like doing nine hundred. It was starting to dip hard, but then it went back up. It got to like eight cents, mm-hmm. right? So like I was Wait, doing the math so in my head. Yeah, it was eight cents. Yeah, so I had, <clears throat> I had eighteen thousand Doge, but now I broke it down because like I put back, like I took like six hundred out, I put it into. 302 ethereum because even though i'm not buying a full stock of it i'm learning that it's better to ride the wave with something more steady mm-hmm. than it is like i mean you could you could trade and sell and like sell high buy low sell high and like doge is great for that so like in my head even if i have right now what is it three thousand something doge if it gets to ten cents, I'm still making a profit. If it gets to a dollar in the future, profit. If it does its own Bitcoin thing, we out of here. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you can't. You got to know like you have that three or something to like just forget about it. If you lose, you lose. You know you can't. You can't think about it. Do you think Elon Musk spoke on Dogecoin because he knew he was going to? I think it was Tesla that bought stock into. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, the coin of the people. It's showing that it's showing a new for people don't that don't understand stocks. Kind of like I'm no expert in it. You know what I'm saying? I'm learning as I'm going along. But from what I'm seeing from Doge taught me fluctuations. It taught me rhythms of how the stocks move. It taught me a little bit of how to trade and like sell and buy. Right. Cause I saw my money working for once. I haven't seen, like I haven't seen my money work like that yet. So for me, it was really interesting, and I was like, "Wow, I could make three hundred dollars on this." So imagine the people that whatever it made me do more math in my head, and it's also like I don't know, it it, it humbles you because if it drops, like I put in three forty, and now I'm down sixty dollars. So it's like, okay, I'm going to wait till it comes back up. And then you're like, oh, shit, I want to sell because what if it never comes back up again? Because you're like. The va- that, that game, that gamble. That you yeah. Because yeah. Uh, I remember I was eyeing it for a while. I'm like, damn, should I buy it? Yeah. And I saw that it was at, when I first looked at it, it was at 0.02 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And then I, when Elon uh, tweeted about it, it was like at 0.07 or yeah. something like that. I'm it like, jumped. Fuck. So, so even jumped- if you put in $100 and you made something. Yeah, so I. I jumped on it then, but then it dropped. It it jumped up to point zero eight. 
gotcha. which was like the highest that went into. And I was eyeing that thing for like a good 20 minutes, just yeah. looking at it going up and down, up and down, up and down. But people don't hold because they're scared. So they sell right. their shit and then it drops again. Right. And that's the trick. You have to hold. And then yeah. they always tell you to hold. Got a hold, got a hold. And now it dropped to point, last time I checked, it was point zero seven. Yeah, it's like between six so. and seven right now. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Doge, I think, is really, really interesting because one, it started out of, as a joke. Two, you can see, I mean, in comparison to the dollar, like if Doge was its own coin, we're fucked, <laughs> right? If like, if, if, if like the American dollar goes away, we're fucked with Doge because we have nothing to compare it to. Can you imagine having a pocket full, <laughs> full of, of Doge, Doge that you can't a use? fucking dog. <laughs> yeah, no, it's crazy. <laughs> but like, yeah. It's um, funny. I'm learning through the market that Ethereum is like if any if if digital currency goes into play like Ethereum is the name. So anything Ethereum invests into or people mess with like Ethereum is what you invest into and then you have Bitcoin and Litecoin also great but it's so you know if you didn't jump on the train when it was gonna get runned over a little bit i mean you could you could throw into it like i would say throw into it it's one of those things like i call it a grandfather account Mm -hmm. where it's like by the time you're 87 you're gonna see something but like Mm -hmm. you would have to stick with it for the ride that's what they say they say stocks are the long game yeah you have to stick with it um have you looked at the gush Remember Gush? Yes, 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 yes. I bought another one the other day because it keeps going up. Yeah, Gush is good. Steadily going up. I lost a lot of money on the AMC and uh, what's the other one? Naked. Naked? Yeah, it was uh, Naked. It's some Naked brand. And uh, how'd you lose money on AMC? It just jumped on it on the um, when people were talking about it. Yeah, but I jumped on it a little bit before (laughs) it went up, but I didn't sell it, and then it went it crashed. Like not crashed, but like. It went from like thirteen bucks to like eight. six. Okay, that went down to six. So I lost half of the money that I put into it. Did you sell? I sold. Okay, I would hold on. I would have held on to that just to see how it, it goes be when COVID is finally over. Because they they were able to survive bankruptcy. Yeah, so they're still around. True, and they're pushing through to hopefully when things start slowly opening back up. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see how or if it will jump back. I up. think I want to put my money. Honestly, into like <clears throat> Boeing or like American Airlines planes. planes, because once travel comes oh, yeah, back, yeah, 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 you know what I'm saying. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. I rather kind of like fuck with that. But, That's um, another good idea too. And I was also looking into jumping off the gush thing is like gas and oil. Yes, where finally you know people start commuting again, the demand for oil and gas is gonna go up. Yep. So um, that's why I feel like that that one's steadily going up. I was waiting for it to drop so I could buy more because I slow I bought it back when Wesley told me about it yeah, yeah, a yeah. year ago at twenty three dollars. He was like, "Yo, this is an inside scoop." You know, me and my boys have been talking about this. I looked at it. I was like, "Fuck it, let me try." I've never bought into anything really mm-hmm. except for like that free stock that they give you for signing. Yeah, up. yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you, you were like, oh, "I'm trading." <laughs> I sold that one and I used that money towards that and. The whole time I was watching, I was like, yeah, it was steady 20-something, 30-something for a little while. And then it shot up to like 50-something. It's yeah, yeah. been steady 50 to 60. So the other day, I bought it at like maybe 50. I bought another one. And when I have more money, I'm going to buy another one because yeah, yeah. I feel like something like that will shoot up. Because yeah, yeah. you look at the 52-week high. That's what I've been taught. Yes. You, know? yes. you look at the 52-week high. And <clears throat> the high was at 830 or something like that. Yeah. 
before that, I was looking way back in 2016, it was at 13,000. So even if it's at 1% of that at $23, yeah. You know what I mean? You can't be a you can't be a recluse when it comes to stocks. You got to be on top of what's going on in the world. Right. Sometimes you got to play devil's advocate even if you don't believe in something. It's kind of like if you're an anti-vaxxer or you're a vaxxer, you got to think about your morals, right? Because you're like, okay, I can put my money into Moderna, Pfizer, but it's like it might be against your your morals, your morals. Yeah. But then you're like, you know what the game is, you know what I'm saying? So it's like you have to be willing to put that aside, or you can stick to it and say, you know, I won't even want to buy into stuff that I believe in. You know exactly. I mean? But it's so. it's good. Like anybody, you know. I think Jay and I, we have these discussions once in a while where we're like, we really feel like, especially America, the way America works right now, it's like, either got to be into the realty game or you got to be into finances in the sense that you have to educate yourself on stocks and stuff like that, because that's what makes the world go around in a capitalistic society. And if you want to have a humble retirement, you know what I'm saying? You got to. Long run, I would say go with Fidelity, right? Robinhood, want to have some fun? You want to have some day trading? Robinhood. Mm-hmm. Coinbase? Or at least get your, your, what do they call it? Dip your feet in the water with Robinhood. Yeah, dip your feet in the water. <clears throat> I'm glad that like what happened with GameStop, it opened a lot of people's eyes to what you can possibly do when you have power in numbers. Exactly. But I also showed the other end, too, again, like how scummy Wall Street can be. Mm-hmm. You know um, how fucking hypocritical they are once they start very losing. hypocritical <laughs> once they start losing. Yeah, I think yeah. I think 2020 and 2021. As much as that, there's been disaster and death and horrific news and this and that. At the same time, it's been such an eye opener for like, if you want to say metaphorically, the third eye. If you want to just say <clears throat> as a society, just like so many things that have been put in our face that if you don't. If you haven't learned or you don't take advantage of the knowledge that's been put in front of you, it's like you lose. You lose. Absolutely. I guess that's the the silver lining of everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. As shitty as 2020 was for a lot of people, some more than others, um, a lot of people took advantage of the time off or the extra time that they had to just sit down and actually take a deep breath and look at the world as a whole Mm -hmm. and see what's important to them and what they want to do with their life. Yes. Um, And then you realize, you know, life is short and uh, you want to, you're not here for a long time. You're here for a good time. (laughs) I've been seeing these memes. I don't know if you've come across it, but they hit hard. Just imagery wise, right? You have a young woman's hand next to an old woman's hand. And they they say like, again, life is short, like really have fun. Mm -hmm. And I noticed that too. It's like, a lot of the things, there's just some sayings that are so simple, but they stand true from, like, your elders, right? They say, when the right woman comes into your life, you'll know who you'll marry. You know, you come across those things, you're like, wow, that stands true. Um, they say, you know, again, uh, everything's so rapid. I was young one day, and now I wish I was young again. You know, like, those things. So I'm like... You know, you gotta you gotta take those pieces of wisdom and really run with them because um you're right. Like it felt like again, we had this discussion last podcast. We've been in business together like fifteen years. Fifteen years has gone by. 
And it's been like in a, if you had to relive it, it would be long. Mm-hmm. But when you just kind of like quick glance, you're like, damn, that was fast. It went by really quick. Really quick. Yeah. So another 15 years, it's like, <clears throat> shit, like that can easily come. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Life is long in some senses because you're like, if I had to relive it, that'd be a long ass time. Like if I had to relive 34 years or go to jail for 34 years, that's how you see it. It'd mm-hmm. be a long ass time. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, also very, very quick. Yeah. Um, now that you mentioned the last podcast, um, I was doing some thinking, right? Uh-huh. And I have this thing in my head where it's like, I think about the things that I learned um, or things that I was taught directly or indirectly by certain people, whether it be family, uh, guardians of some kind, um, and uh, I think we may have touched upon this briefly on other episodes, but um, it's just certain things that 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 were instilled in you yeah. that you wish or that you have actively worked on unlearning. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, can you think of anything off the top of your head that you've unlearned or are actively working on unlearning? Financial literacy <clears throat> for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, because fin- finances in my family, either people were really good with it and stingy with it being like my grandfather was financially smart. He didn't frivolously spend. He was comfortable. My grandma was too stingy with money, never lived for herself, but had a lot of it in the sense that she left us behind, like, you know, a good amount of money um, in that sense. Was that her plan? To save enough money to leave it to you guys? Or no, she just no, no. It's was stingy. Yeah, she was the type that if the carrots were two cents more than they should be, she's not buying them. <laughs> you know, she'll, she'll scrape the mold off toast and cut around it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That type. Like, this is my French grandma. Mm-hmm. She passed away this year, but... God rest her soul. She um no she 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 really Wait, your dad's mom passed away. Yeah, you never told me that. No, no, you told me she was in the hospital. No, no, she passed away this year. When? Four months ago. What the fuck? Yeah, she was ninety two. What the hell? I could have swore I mentioned it too. No. You no. told me she was in the hospital for a while and that things weren't looking good, but yeah, I guess she, that's on me for not like checking in. No, but. no, no. She um <clears throat> unfortunately she had her last fall where one morning uh she fell down the stairs. My dad, she broke all of her ribs except for one. And she just couldn't I remember you telling me that. Yeah, that she, she was in the hospital yeah, for a yeah, while. She couldn't recover from it. Damn, man. Yeah. Sorry to hear that, man. That's good. It's all good. I mean, in the sense that she lived a long life. I like me and my dad, we have these conversations where we're like, damn, she could have probably lived to like 97, 98. Mm-hmm. She's built like an ox. Mm-hmm. But she just, between not getting the right oxygen and it's just like, I guess deterioration is like an unfortunate thing. You know what I'm saying? It's like, as much as you're a strong person, it's like, you might fall down the stairs, break ribs, and then your body just can't recover from that traumatic physical damage right damn man yeah 
Give your dad my condolences, man. Definitely will. Definitely that will. Sucks. Yeah, yeah, like, he we, always spoke about her, like, being such a trooper. And, like, she was, like, 90-something, still such, riding bikes. And I'm like, damn. <laughs> such a trooper. Like, my dad, it's kind of like, it's been a year of stress because of that leading up to it. But it's also been relief because, you know, my dad, like, you know, it's kind of like his retirement years. Mm-hmm. But he was left to caretaking for my grandma. So right. he, um, you know. He did everything he could for and this and that, but I think it was taking a toll on him. And I hear a difference in his voice. I can hear, I can hear like his moment to exhale. Like he, he's really had that, like a relief. I guess it's a relief. <clears throat> you know, like it's more of a relief than it is like um, a disaster for him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's like when you're used to living with somebody and having somebody to interact with. Now it's different, and that's why I feel like COVID's making it harsher. Because when he needed family around, I wasn't able to go. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that. So that's that's the hard parts, I guess, of uh, this whole situation is the interaction. Yeah. That's shitty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because uh, my cousin was in the hospital this weekend getting some surgery. Well, last weekend. It's like they only allow one visitor a day. Wow. One visitor a day. And imagine you're like the visitor that like you're the last person that saw them. Uh-huh. You know, God forbid it's something really drastic, but it's like mm-hmm. you never know what you're gambling with. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, like, who do you let in? You know, right. or who wants to go in? <clears throat> I don't know, man. It's just crazy. It is crazy. It is crazy. Fuck, man. Well, back to Mr. Ed. You know how they used to make Mr. <laughs> Ed talk on the show? <laughs> no. They used to put peanut butter in his mouth. He's like, no, oh, <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. He did look like he was like chewing on something. He was trying to chew on something. <laughs> that bubble gum. Fucking Mr. Ed. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I'm trying to see if there's anything else we could talk about. I thought you were uh, starting to speak French. I was like, what? You're like, croissant. 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 So let us know again that you guys viewing on YouTube. I know if you guys are listening to us, you're like, okay. These are the same assholes talking to these uh, microphones. But if you're watching on YouTube, let us know if you like the new setup. Yeah. I like the new setup. It's just comfy as fuck. It's so comfortable. <laughs> it makes you feel like... Back. It makes you feel like we should be talking about like how you like your steaks cooked. You know, you're like, just, just chilling. You're you like, know? are you a medium rare type of guy? <laughs> and that's the funny thing. We started this podcast because we were having conversations at diners. And we were like, we should just record yeah. these things. So it's like it, when we sit at the table, it feels very rigid and very like, I don't want to say structured because we yeah. still want to have some kind of structure to this. Because even the diner, you got that cushioning. Right. You can lean back. Yeah. You lay to the side. Do you think that would be like our theme once we had a studio? Like we have a I green would, screen. I love that. And it's a diner. Yeah. <laughs> like it's I, like, I want to have an actual diner And people setup. serve us as we're having our conversation. I want to have an actual diner setup. Like... Our studio has to be a diner booth with a table in the middle, a sitting at the diner ta- uh the booth, uh have a camera on you, have a camera on me. I like you know that. Kind of like Rogan has like his little space pod thing. And then like when people come on, they slide into it like they're a guest like that just showed up. Exactly. If anybody steals that or shit, they can sit at the end of the the table. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. I like it. That's fire. I like it. I want it. <laughs> I want it. <laughs> Um, let me see. Uh, we're a little over an hour at the moment. Um, 
Oh, the unlearning thing. What else have you unlearned? Um, or learned? I really came like because I was thinking more along the lines of like there was emotional spending <clears throat> again. Emotional spending was always like you should get this right now. You know, it's gonna make you happy. And then like I deal with that because I'm like, for me, I'm dealing with my own. Again, I think I've said it in the past. I deal with my own trauma of feeling like life isn't promised, right? Ever since I went through a couple of situations that I did, and this is where I'm I'm telling people that like transparency that I need to get um some type of uh therapy for either post traumatic stress or like dealing with things because I've entered a zone where it's like I feel like even now to this day, I feel like tomorrow's not promised. So I want to experience all I want to experience. And sometimes I'm trigger happy with my decisions. So sometimes they don't work to my advantage. So I'm trying to unlearn that. Also, um, passive aggressiveness has been a big thing in my family. So it's one of those things I'd rather be, again, our things, you know, a tension that happens between us is kind of like I'd rather be open on the spot and just let it pour out and get used to that rhythm rather than just like holding it in. Mm -hmm. And it's like one of those things my dad always taught me. It's like when he talks about cars, he always says to take care of the little issues before they become a big expensive issue. Mm -hmm. So it's a similar to communication. Yes. Nip it in the bud right then and there. Like, okay, we come to an understanding rather than letting it build. And then you start building this resentment towards each other or to somebody. And yeah. then you start making up these stories in your head. It's cancerous. Right. And then it's like, and then the little things that that person is saying and doing, it's just like, uh, they're feeding your, like, it could be nothing. And then it could be like feeding your the thoughts that you've created in your head. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, it becomes, like you said, a cancer yeah, yeah. or a virus of some kind. And it like eats at you. So, um, you know, something like that, like as far as communication and um what else were you saying working on there was like uh, the financial literacy financial literacy part of it in the sense like again i don't want to be too trigger happy with like buying things or not feeling like i have time to make like um i feel like even a sense maybe on like sub subconscious level playing with stocks I'm learning more about my psychology mm. because it's like, sense. if I, if I hold in it, I feel like I got time. Right. Mm. Versus like selling and trading right now because I'm like, ah, I'm not going to have it tomorrow. Right. So like, it's interesting how it's messing with, I'm learning about myself of like, mm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I might be too um, ambitious too, mm-hmm. because when I think it's going good, I'm holding on to it. But then I regret it once it like, it dips, it dips. I see. So, like, that's pretty interesting in a reflection standpoint. I can see that. And um, the last thing was just, like, I had to get over certain fears, um, anxieties um, throughout my journey in life. So, it's, like, I'm still working on that, too, in the sense that there's a lot of things that I'm just comfortable doing and I do a lot. Like, I noticed even with my meals, right? Like, I get into something and I could eat it for a fucking year. Like. Oh, I know. Yeah. So, like. <laughs> You're a creature of habit. Yeah. Like, it's weird. Like, I never thought I was so much a creature of habit because I, I see myself as 
I can be diverse and this and that. But like in some parts of my life, I'm like, you are basic Betty or Brian. <laughs> and I'm just like, I can do toast and coffee every morning. I can do like once I'm on a fucking thing, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm stopping my blessings maybe in other places because I'm stuck to something I like so much. Mm. So those are like my main three. What about you? Okay. I actually wrote a little list. Because I feel like I've mentioned some of these before. Yeah. Um, well, that would have <laughs> been bad. Um, the main thing is, as a Latin male, I was always taught to be like this macho. Toxic masculinity. To- toxic masculinity, masculinity type of guy, right? Mm-hmm. And nothing hit me more than when we had Hawk on the show. Hmm. A couple months back, uh, and he told me that I radiate—I don't know what the words he said—but I radiate queer energy. Yeah. So I looked more into it, and you know, the regular person probably would have been offended by, "Hey, are you gay? Don't call me gay." Shit yeah. like that. And when you look further into it, it's it, it's it's similar to stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. you you grow up as a Dominican man, catcalling people, catcalling females, honking your horn at girls on the street. Uh, flirting with every person with a vagina and breasts, even and if you ass, don't think they do, <laughs> even if you don't think they do. Um, but at a young age, I was always taught, like, you know, that's what you're supposed to do as a man, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, and then the older you get, the more you realize that that's fucking creepy. <laughs> you shouldn't be doing that, you know what yeah. I mean? You shouldn't be giving you give somebody me, unwanted attention. You give me a very, um, <laughs> In certain ways. And I think this is very interesting that this is the first place you visited in Europe was Spain. Mm-hmm. You, to me, you have more the essence of a Spaniard, European flow in the way that you conduct yourself. Mm-hmm. Rather than the stereotypical Dominican male from Jersey, New York area. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like you probably more refined in your ways than what you've been surrounded around or what you've experienced. So I feel like that's pretty interesting to me that, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like you got more of a playing field as a, as a personality. And I don't know what I can like credit that to. Cause I kind of just been like this curious person, like the observant person, like you had mentioned, mm-hmm. I've always been quiet. I was been that observant person in the corner, just looking yeah. at it and listening to everything. I think that has a lot to do with it. <clears throat> and, um, I think everybody's born with their own, like you might be genetically of your mother and your father, but I think everybody's got their own spirit. Mm-hmm. Cause I've even, I've even noticed it like, mm-hmm. like Dom, right? Dom comes from a certain area, certain, mentality this and that and yes i'm speaking about my ex but she was so more refined in certain ways even though those people didn't give her that mm-hmm. she found it herself like she carried an elegance that either she taught herself or mimicked or studied to be because it wasn't around her mm. so sometimes so much um like, it's not interesting for you to have Dominican food because it's always around you. So you find something different. I think mm-hmm. culturally, it's like, 
you're like, damn, this Korean food is banging because it's brand new to you, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So it's the same thing culturally that we try to find that opposition because it's too much sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And I I know a lot of people that are like very okay with the regular Dominican breakfast, yeah. Dominican lunch, Dominican dinner. And it's like, and I actually thank Amy for introducing me to other things like Korean barbecue or sashimi, like outside of like my little bubble, I would have never discovered any of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, something like that is very interesting to me. And I don't even know what I, I mean, now I'm more comfortable in my own skin and my yeah. own thoughts and my own like positions on certain things. So I've built on whatever I can credit this to. Because I, I, like I said, I don't know what I can credit this but to. But I think that's something I admire about you just as a person is because maybe you can't be boxed stereotypically. We might have joked about it as kids or teenagers. We were like, oh, yeah, like, you know, Jay's Dominican. You know, he wears tight pants and, like, loafers or something. <laughs> and same thing about me in French. I wear tight pants until recently. Yeah, like, I'm the, fur- <laughs> I'm the furthest thing, to be honest. Like, to some people, I'm, like, the Frenchest thing. But to French people, I'm the furthest thing from French. Right. Right? So it's like... You know, it, it, it's just perspective and knowing what's the real deal. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you if you see a French person and they're really raised in France, they have a whole different swag than I do. Yeah. I can use it to my advantage and say, hey, I'm French because I take that pride. You probably take pride in being Dominican, but you also take pride in showing a different diversified side of mm-hmm. being a Dominican male and you, you're not... You know, stereotypical, stereotypical in the box type yeah. of thing. Because now you speak for a whole different majority. Yeah, that's like, damn, I see myself in that guy. Right. Yeah, I can see that. Okay. Yeah. Another thing. Um, and I just wrote this down as you were talking about like the the work thing. Yeah, I don't remember what exactly we were talking about, but just like the work. Well, when we were talking about like spending your time wisely or whatever, um, we were always taught about working hard. Yeah, we were never taught about working smart. Not at all. So that's like another thing that I've uh, learned throughout the years, <clears throat> especially when in the age of like social media and like fast information, um, where things are always in your face. It's like we always want to put something out. But then it dumbs down the quality, mm-hmm. you know, um, and then, you know, it comes down to that whole CJ thing where he like pops up and only has one song to to go by and doesn't have like this slew of like songs that you can re- revisit. You know what I mean? And that that's one thing I admire about us. It's like we've been working at this for a long time. So if somebody discovers us, they look at our catalog or they stumble across one of our recent songs. Right. Yeah. Say they like Muse. They'll go back to our catalog and see Fallen's in there. And they go back and they see Cruise Control or they go back, actually not Cruise Control, but they'll go back and see Elevated. And then once they're done with that, I actually told somebody the other day, they were like, oh, we're waiting for you to drop new music. I was like, yo, we have a SoundCloud channel that we have like up. 17 songs that other people don't you know, know that we have out. You know what I mean? So it's like eventually people will stumble across our stuff and we have a shit ton of content that they could go through. You know what um, it is? It's hard because I think it kind of goes back to genetics. I realized, I feel, I feel like my dad's genetics, like I feel them flow through my body. Like 
it's like mannerisms. Like I'll do things that I know are so my dad, uh-huh. or I'll start thinking like him. <laughs> I'm starting to take a, like apart printers and batteries and rebuild them and shit. And it's the same thing. Like you try to take the best qualities that you admire from your parents and mm-hmm. con- continue them in your lineage. Yeah. But the same thing is like they're trying to hand this down to you that hard work is everything because that's That's what kept everybody alive you know to that point so now that you know how like sometimes we don't step back Mm -hmm. and realize all we accomplish and like oh we're pretty you know we're we're pretty dope at what we do yeah i feel generationally people don't do that too where it's like you had your grandfather that gave birth to your dad and this and this and that and your dad made it to new jersey and built somewhat of a 10 times more comfortable life than what people might have had to deal with back in the Dominican Republic. Right. And they didn't take a time to reflect and say, oh, maybe we should reestablish our values and our morals and this and this and that because they're still stuck in survival mode. Mm-hmm. So guess what they're going to do? You should work hard. Right. Versus they don't realize they create an opportunity for you and mm-hmm. your siblings to you know create your create own your own thing now yeah, you know yeah, what i'm yeah. saying so yeah that's all about adapting too you know yeah and some people go with it because it's like you know religiously they'll be like oh this is in respects to my grandma cuz she was religious or my parents cuz they're religious and you might not be feeling it right but now you just feel like it's a dishonor if you were loyal yeah. mm-hmm. in that sense but loyalty comes in different forms so i feel like you could still break away from being not religious if it's your thing and this and this, but still respect certain um what's the word? Not uh ha- hand me downs. What's like uh what's another values? No, like I'm trying to say like almost like in a f- uh, physical object. Like when something has value heirloom, heirloom mm-hmm. right? Like quote unquote, if this is a spiritual heirloom or something that your mm-hmm. family's handed down, it's like mm-hmm. at least, you know. That's something we're going to have to unlearn for our kids and relearn mm. in the sense of like, okay, my my father told me to work hard. I flipped it. I worked smart. Mm-hmm. And you can do what you can do. Mm. But just make sure whatever you're doing, you're working. Yeah. <laughs> Towards something that you enjoy. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like... um. Um... North, Northwest, right? Something came up on the internet where North the wrote painting. the painting, right? She made this beautiful painting. People don't believe she created it, but it's kind of like one. Not going to lie. I was one of those people. I was like, I need to see a video. Yeah. This is way too good for a five. What, how old is she? Five, six? Yeah. I mean, think about her. Dad's <laughs> like a genius in yeah. his own. Like he's an artist. Like there's no reason why it doesn't flow through her. Yeah. And it's like. If you look at her, she's she has this child innocence, but the spirit that's so beautiful because even in a world that you think she might deal with when it comes to like Kim and Kanye's lifestyle, mm-hmm. she's still like a kid. She's still a kid, yeah. So it's like for, you know, it's possible. Yeah, it's definitely possible. It's There's possible. like some gifted kids out there. Yeah. Uh, let me see. The last thing that I can think of that I wrote down here is... Um, the whole mentality of family is everything. Um, I feel like a lot of people, and I guess this is an extension of what I just pointed out, um, of always trying to um, 
live up to a certain expectation, right? Yes. Uh, people, especially in my culture, get caught up in this whole cycle because you're told from a young age, family is everything. You need us. Uh, if you didn't have us, where would you be? Or if we died, where would you be? Type of thing. Or you only have your sister. You only have your. You only have us. Type of thing. You <laughs> if you died, us. your uh, reproductive organs go with it. So for <laughs> sure, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> right. So it, it it's like uh, statements like that that like throughout the years I can kind of remember, and it's like, and then the more I watch other people being okay with the idea that you can cut off family or people that you've known for such a long time because they are toxic to you the more i'm okay with being who i am and being around certain people right and being okay with not being around people that make me feel uncomfortable or honk horns at people or honk horns at people um because you live this whole life like oh he's your uncle so you're supposed to do this or he's your cousin you're supposed to do this but it's like but my cousin is a drug dealer in the bronx and he's doing all these bad things and it's like why should i you know give money in his commissary if he's been a bad person his whole life and i haven't been in communication with this guy for 20 years it's tough it's tough because there's that i'm learning through my mom and everybody else or even my father that there's that this, this generational gap where if you spoke your mind, you were talking back. <laughs> you either were talking back or you were um, scorned for it. Mm-hmm. Mental health wasn't the wave. Mm-mm. If mental health meant <laughs> a whole different thing, you know what I'm saying? So either you're stuck in that rhythm, just like I am waking up every morning because I like it and it's comfortable and this, this, that, and third, because that's what happens to most people. You know what I'm saying? Most people, their whole life passes by them because the check was comfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, the certain amount of money they had to pay on a car note was comfortable. But this, this, that, and, or uncomfortable, but it kept them going. Right. You know what I'm saying? So <clears throat> I'm learning that. that, And it's it's still beautiful to see, like, you know, one time my dad was driving recklessly on the road because somebody was aggressing him. He didn't realize that he put everybody in the car. Yeah, he didn't put everybody at risk in the car. And I said, listen, I got out of the car. Like, I kind of, like, squeezed him from the back, like, his arms, like, real tight. I said, listen, stop doing this. Mm -hmm. I said, stop doing this. One, you're never going to prove injustice. This, that, and the third, but it's you know it's just deeply rooted because one, he never got help for it. Two, probably can never speak on it. And then three, it's just like, you know what I'm saying? It's like again, if you get in the re- rhythm of just being angry all the time or agitated, this, that, and the third, you're not healing it. Mm-hmm. You're throwing salt on the wound every time you go right back to that action. Yeah. Or reaction for that case. So about that action, boss. <clears throat> so those were top two. Those were was that two or three? I think it might have What been was the definition two. again of queer energy though? Uh was it just like they call it weird but like interesting? Like I could look it up that way. I don't want to speak out of turn because it's 
queer definition. I guess when he referred it to, in in my case, I guess um, I radiate a more fluid energy. Yeah. As far as I'm like not super macho, super uh, masculine. You know how to fall back, maybe softer and certain. Right. Or I carry myself more. I don't know why I keep going to the word fluid, but more. More fluid, I guess, yeah, yeah, if for that sure. makes any sense. Sure. You know what I mean? Uh, do, 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 do. Let me see. Fluid can mean easygoing. Yeah. Because ignorance has a block. It's like a constant door that's like, no, that can't go in, chop, chop, chop. And it keeps cutting off things, you know, from, from entering. Yeah. So, let me see. I mean, we could probably have, like, a whole conversation about this, but queerness is in the... An umbrella term that is both an orientation and a community for those of the LGBTQIA plus spectrum. Let me see. I would have to do more research, but, you know, on, on at least according to me and how I translate it is just that. Yeah. I'm more fluid on the sense of like, not that I like sexually swing both ways, but. No, no, no. <laughs> I guess I give that energy that, like, if you gave me a couple drinks, I wouldn't mind, like, I guess flirting was, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. No, I get it. In the sense, like, my dad, I mean, some people see, like, European stuff, right? Right. Where it's, like, my dad sits, like, more like this. Like, he doesn't even let the, he, like, he lets his his legs cross. It hurts my balls. Right? He's, like, (laughs) he he cooks. Again, it's, like, we're entering an era where it's, like, they're trying to not associate certain things just with gender so it's kind of like right if you cross your legs it's not male or female it's just there we it's a vibe that's what i meant to say you know what i'm saying so like i could see it from that so it's like when we live in a world or if we're looking just to like 50s values where the woman cooks and the guy uh, comes home from work for sure, you know what i'm saying so like maybe you're the dude that was whipping up a chicken pot pie with the apron as your woman was coming home, but you mm-hmm. had no problem with that. And right. she had no problem with that because right. it so worked you're comfortable in your own skin, basically. Yeah, you're comfortable right. in your own skin and you're also a fucking weird guy at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But like uh, any artist has to be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like the other day I like painted my, well, Amy painted my nails because it helped me like from like biting. Okay. Because I'm a nail biter. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I, I always biter. thought you're getting rid of a cuticle. Like. No, I'm a real bad nail biter, and anxiety makes you do it worse. Well, my anxiety manifests through nail biting. If ah, that makes sense. Okay. So with my nail biting, you can either see that it's I'm, a gateway, right? Either I'm I'm anxious, I'm nervous about something, or subconsciously throughout the years, I've done it for such a long time that my brain just naturally does it. If I'm like. Not even paying attention. When I deeply <coughs> sigh many times back to back, mm-hmm. that's when I'm anxious. When I'm right. like, <sighs> yeah, that's it. I can see it. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I painted my nails the other day. Well, she painted my nails the other day and it helped me as a, it kind of triggers me to remember not to bite my nails. Because it's right there. So I'll see, I was doing like a maroon color. So mm-hmm. it was like very bright. Not gotcha. very bright, but it's noticeable on my finger. Gotcha. Where it's like, if I see it, I know, hey, don't do it. Mm. Or even if I bring it up to my mouth, now you're getting I chemicals. Can, like, I, can, yeah. I can feel it. 
Gotcha. So it's like a reminder to not do it. Gotcha. So I've gotten better at not biting my nails. Yeah. That's good. So I don't know how I got into that. Oh, the queer thing. Yeah, yeah. But it's like what I started doing that. Now I'm starting to like that. I got now I'm starting to see it's guys being cool with painting their nails. Gotcha. Where it back then it used to be like a only females did only female or gay guys. Yeah. You know, guys out there, right? <clears throat> I've had it done because uh, I guess we've done like music videos and other stuff. But like, if you've ever had um, makeup makeup done in the sense like they're <laughs> like even like covering a blemish, like mm-hmm. when that brush hits your face, feels so good. Yeah, it's kind of like when when um, I don't know like. Somebody plays with your hair, that type of, uh, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like, it's interesting. Or like, mm-hmm. yeah, like certain things like. Somebody it, plays with your booty hole. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> if you ever had somebody play with your booty hole, <laughs> it's a whole different experience. But, um, yeah, man. I mean, we're an hour and a half. Do you have any artists you want to shout out? Um, I have one person I want to shout out. Particularly. Might not, to be honest. It's okay if you don't. I do not. Okay. I want to shout out two people. I want to shout out DP, Dpinder, uh, the female real estate agent that just got her real estate license that hired me to do headshots. Nice. Uh, I just wanted to congratulate her on her accomplishment. And I also wanted to thank her for hiring me and trusting me in doing her headshots. Um, Wait, no, 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 sorry. I really didn't mean to diss you like that. Wait. No. And now. Damn, I couldn't even find which one is it. No, oh, I thought we I I thought we had um never mind. What did you I thought we had another like um thing where it's like it's not just clapping, it's a woohoo. I thought we had no, that. We don't. We have the was app in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. But um we do have to sit here and like put some more something. Yeah, <laughs> but I wanted to shout her out for trusting in me and this is a referral I got from Earl. Um but uh, you know, I haven't done many headshots before, so this makes me more comfortable to upping my price. So you caught me at a good time. Um, but uh, yeah, come on, I mean, upping your price. Yeah, but it's cool to see your work on somebody's business card. And she just posted a picture of her new business card with the photo that I took of her. It's the little things, stuff. right? As a photographer, videographer, so cool. And she was cool to shoot with too. She was like very comfortable. She was very chill, very honest. So it was communication between the two of us um and the shoot was really dope and cool and fun nice uh so if you want to follow her it is sell with sing underscore nj s-s-e-l-l-w-i-t-h-s-i-n-g-h underscore nj come on get your first home yes sir so if you're looking to buy or sell a home hit her up um, and the other person I wanted to shout out is a super dope model that I've been following for a while. And I'm kind of a little obsessed with her because uh, she reminds, reminds me of Lilu Dallas from uh, The Fifth Element. Oh. And apparently Patia is roommates with her. 
What? So I want to get a shoot done with her. Okay. Her name is Tori, Victoria Rose. And she is a super dope content creator, model slash, uh, just that content creator. Um, and she is currently my, uh, wallpaper on my phone. She posted this photo. She takes a picture herself, edits it herself. Um, You've probably seen her on my timeline before. I've posted her a ton of times. I'm trying to see. Victoria Rose. Yeah. Red hair. Tori Robot. T-O-R-I-E-R-O-B-O-T. Oh, yes. I have seen her. Yeah. He's roommates with her? Yeah. She lives with him. That's random but dope. So he was like, yo, if you want to shoot with her, let me know. I'm like, hell fucking yeah. Let's fucking do it. That's crazy. So, um, yeah. And I just found out recently. And please forgive me if I'm wrong. And I want to have her on the podcast because I am super interested in this. But um, she is on the spectrum, the autism spectrum. Nice. Yeah. So I want her on the podcast to kind of ask her different things. Because, you know, the autism spectrum is very wide. Broad, yeah. You know, there's low functioning, high functioning. There's people that you run into don't even know they're on the autism spectrum. So, um, you know, it's just little things that I want to learn about her mm-hmm. and how she lives with being, you know, on the spectrum. Autism. But also like an artist. <clears throat> but also being an artist, being able to create content and being able to, you know, live a normal life. Because mm-hmm. people, you know, associate people with autism, but not being able to do anything. Because, again, there's a wide spectrum and, you know, what people associate with autism isn't necessarily just that. No, no, for sure. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, I just wanted to shout her out mainly because I think she's super dope and I want to shoot with her. And hopefully she listens to this. I'm looking forward <laughs> to that shoot. Um, I'm going to bring you along with me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but, yeah, those are the only two people I had in mind at the moment. Um. Unfortunately, I've been very, very lost in my studies, so I haven't been on uh, Instagram quite as much <clears throat> to find I. anybody that... I don't uh, find any joy on Instagram right now. Yeah, and I feel like I'm playing the same... Uh, again, I wake up every day, <laughs> I have coffee and toast, <laughs> I put on my um my title playlist. You, like, waking up in the morning. Have you ever seen those videos of that? I think it's an Asian guy. He makes these super exaggerated like cooking videos. Yes, like he'll make like an omelet and take like three eggs and, and smash them in the pan yeah, yeah, yeah. and take the pan <laughs> and throw it into the yard. I wish I had that much energy. Like I'm that guy. I'm like you. You're the only person I met that needs more time than me to really wake up and not be spoken to. Oh, I am not a morning person. Yeah, like I need either coffee or a shower. Yep. in order for you to speak to me. Yep. <clears throat> and even then sometimes that's not enough because i always <laughs> tell people that my brain if i'm up at like nine o'clock my brain doesn't wake up to like 10 30 maybe 11 yeah so yeah when i'm when i'm hit with too much in the morning for oh my god mm-hmm. i'd be the worst uh contestant on jackass <laughs> i always tell anybody that's like with me in the morning is like give me a minute let me brush my teeth let me grab my coffee Sorry. and then talk to me <laughs> Yeah, that's like the most difficult part of my day is actually waking up. But once I'm up, I'm up. Yeah, yeah. I'm up till like three or four o'clock in the morning for no yeah. It's hard. Sometimes. It's hard to shut it off once it's on, though. Yeah, that's the thing. That's my difficult part. Yeah, it's like being in bed rolling around for two hours when I was just like, just put your fucking phone down and fall asleep. 
Have you felt different this month compared to the other months? In what sense? Emotionally, physically. Um, I've been more down lately than usual, mainly because it's retrograde. <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm I'm saying, but I've been feeling the same way. I can't say- sleep. I can't sleep deeply. Mm-hmm. I've been agitated, even in my body. Mm. Like my body felt like it was on fire the other day. I don't know how mm. to explain it. That's interesting. Amy yeah. had a like a anxiety spike. Uh, I guess that's the best word word to use because I was going to use the word fit, but that's very like negative. Gotcha. Um, anxiety spiked the other day where everything was like bugging her. Like even the way the cloth, I mean, yeah. the, the sheets felt were like bugging her and. She was like hot and cold and it was weird. Usually people that are artists have those sensitivities in the sense that if you don't focus it to something creative, creative or positive, then yeah. it goes to waste. Yeah. Because like if you can pick up all that stuff that agitates you, then mm-hmm. it's just hard to recycle it. Or if you don't have anywhere to put that energy, you feel low. Exactly. That's I think what I've been feeling. Yeah. Since we haven't had a lot of like things going on in February. Yeah. And late January. Don't you um, think it's weird that February has been more low than January? I think that's yeah. weird. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Because it, it like it dies down usually like for us December, January. And then it starts picking up February. Into March. March April, and then into the spring and summer. Um, So I guess COVID kind of like. Fuck that shit up. Switch it around. Switch things around. Yeah, because it's like a lot of the weddings that we were supposed to do last year kind of um, rescheduled to summer or spring of this year. Yeah. Um, we had a couple gigs that had to cancel, unfortunately. Um, one last week, one April uh, due to COVID pushbacks. Um, so they said at the rate it's going, it's like. Excuse me, next seven years. It's like, damn, man. I can't imagine doing this for the next seven years. What? I'd rather live through COVID again than deal with this for another seven years. Deal with what? Well, lockdowns and pushbacks oh, and restrictions. Yeah, no, it's 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 crazy. Yeah. And it's, I mean, we, we're also just thinking about ourselves, too. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like yeah. we had it and we were fine. You know, not to say that we want to be careless about it either. You oh, know, hell God no. God forbid we get it again and it hits us harder, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but, yeah, You know, thankful for us, we've been a success story, I guess you could say, because we didn't get hit with anything crazy. Yeah, yeah. Thankfully. Uh, Lord knows where we would have been a few years ago, 40, 50 pounds heavier. And <laughs> Unfortunately, I think <laughs> I got like a little bit back to that. I'm like, you know, I noticed a little bit more... Uh, Heaviness, but like me, I put on happy pounds. I was gonna say that's happy weight, my friend. Happy weight, but happy I feel good. Weight. I feel good. That's all that matters. Got energy. Let's go, Lizzo. <laughs> you know what I was saying? Like, cause I, you know what it was? I was like, all right. You know that? You remember the day we were we had a uh, we had Lenny and Corey as a client, mm-hmm. and we went to go get the food, and we had to go up the stairs twice. Yeah, I was like, yo, I'm fine going up these stairs. I didn't catch. I didn't lose my breath like that. Yeah, I was like, all right, all right. Once you start losing your breath, you're like, fuck, I gotta. Yeah, I'm like, oh shit, because then I'm like, wedding season's coming around. (laughs) (laughs) Can you get your family together? (laughs) I mean, that weight loss actually helps a lot. You know what I mean? 100. percent Where I feel like I can, you know, 
probably get back into my like fitness thing and still I have been to the gym in a minute because yeah. of you know the weather and I don't want to be stuck in a gym with like a line that's around the corner and shit like that. So you've been good. You've been good. But I have been steady. Um, Some Jimmy over the here. balance. At the end of the day, it's a balance. Yeah. I, <laughs> my I, balance I, is like, oh, another taco, another <laughs> dessert. But see, that's the thing. I I have my tacos here and there. I had my pizza yesterday, which is funny because in the morning I had my shake, right? So I after that I didn't eat anything until dinner time. And then it was like National Pizza Day. It was like, fuck it, should we get a slice of pizza? Fuck it. But there's this thing at home, Sancocho, I told you. Yeah. Dominican the stew. Beef stew. Oh my God. I was like, it's damn. cold out. You're like, oh, eh. it's so fucking good. And they did that like Super Bowl Day. My mom made it Super Bowl Day. I was like, damn, why you gotta make it today? Like, he I'm said, going. I got Sancocho and I got fucking football. Fuck, man. There's like pizza, chicken parm sandwiches. Korean fried chicken. Damn. It's like all my favorite shit. And then my mom's here sitting making my uh, sancocho as I'm walking out the door. I'm like, fuck, mom, why you got to do that today? You know what made up my best day as a kid? My mom, like, it'd be a Friday. One, you know, you're leaving school. The weekend's coming, right? Mom would pack a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Already, it's a good day, right? Mm-hmm. Later that night, she's like, you know what? We're having for dinner spaghetti and meatballs. I'm like, it's a motherfucking Friday. <laughs> Yo, speaking of Fridays, I remember while I was passing through Route 46, I think going to like, oh, there's a Chinese restaurant like by Willowbrook Mall. Yeah, yeah. That I went to recently. And um, to get there, you have to go through Route 46. And there's this one spot where there used to be a blockbuster. And every time I pass by that spot, it makes me sad. (laughs) Super fucking sad. Because it reminds me of those times every Friday night. The nostalgia is real. Nostalgia is fucking real. Like, I really want to open up, and I know it wouldn't exist, but (laughs) it would not survive like a month. But I really wanted something like that where it's like you can come, rent a movie. Remember, like, when all, like, the whole wall would be the The movie front cover? Yeah. And and then you would hope that 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 blockbuster disc was in the back of it? Yeah, man. So I was thinking about stuff like that where it's like you're walking in there. You're like, oh, this movie comes out. So you go there. You pick two to three movies. Grab some popcorn and candy. Bring it back home. Watch it. And then bring it back the next That's the thing about the digital age. It really... It pulled back on the, the, the physical experience. Like... You can press buttons and tap all you want and get, like, euphoria from, like, tapping. Mm-hmm. But grabbing something, getting in the car with your friends, even being disappointed that they didn't have the candy that you wanted at the end before you got to the register <laughs> or that, like, you know, they were out of your movie. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you you're still... jump into the, like... Regular movie section, exactly. Or you had, or you like had a plan B, like, all right, we're going to the diner now or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's why I enjoyed like the simple things, like, and I think COVID kind of brought that back. Where like on a Friday or Saturday night, your goal maybe I don't know, watch the game at like a bar or something, grab a drink or something. Where like we kept with with Carlos, we kept this like Saturday night movie night thing where we go over to his house and have a couple of drinks, just chop it up and watch a movie or something. That's nice. Um that kind of reminds me of that where we're like instead of going through the aisles or going through physically through a blockbuster, we're going through like a catalog of movies. And it's like, okay, let's check Hulu, see what's on there. Yeah. Let's check Netflix, what's on here. Yeah. Or 
Let's check at uh, least that, Amazon. Let's check on here. We need that communal, 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 communal. <laughs> I added a couple more <laughs> syllables in that communal or uh, vowels. So, um, somebody from Wisconsin, uh, communal. <laughs> so you know, but Yo, sorry to cut you off. I yeah, saw yeah. this. Ah, oh, damn! I wish I saved it. I saw this girl on TikTok. She wears a pink wig just for the fuck of it because I guess that's like her thing on there. She's an actually really good singer. Okay. But she does this thing where she does that. She does sing-alongs but she'll do like weird words like that. Comunio? Comunio? Yeah, so she'll sing like, I don't know, Adele's like, somebody like you but she'll be like, (laughs) but super animated with this pink wig and I find it fucking hilarious. You gotta send me a link. (laughs) Once I stumble across her again I'll I'll send it to you but yeah. You know somebody that, uh, what was it called? You're making fun of it over here in the doorway. What challenge? Oh, the silhouette challenge. Somebody found a filter that reverses the red on the silhouette challenge. Creepers, (laughs) yo. How creepy do you have to be to sit there and be like, how can I see her naked? Somebody in a Brooklyn basement. Yo, fucking (laughs) creeper. Hold on. This thing is twisting and turning. It's falling. I guess we could wrap up. I mean, it's already an hour, 45 minutes. In, All right. But, um, We've been going along with these, but it's good. Yeah. It's a good convo. Yeah, man. But let us know, man. If you're on the YouTube, check it out. If you're on Apple or Spotify or, uh, or Google or Deezer, check over or jump over to the YouTube, uh, Benetton TV, and um, check out the setup. Let us know if you like it. Make sure you subscribe, too, if you haven't already. 87% of you guys have not subscribed. So make sure you subscribe. Turn on that bell notification. That's super important. Turn on that bell notification. That way you get a notification every time we drop a new episode. That's the sound that I'm going to drop in here. So we can just add it every time you say it. Because I'm like, I always want to find a trigger just to put that sound once you say it. But I'm like, it's... Turn on that bell notification. <laughs> but uh, yeah, make sure you turn on that bell notification. Leave a like, leave a review, or leave a comment. I mean, I'm sorry. Um, I try to keep up with all of them. Sorry if I don't get back to you, but sometimes I'll get on there and I'll reply to you guys. Uh, just give us some feedback. Uh, same thing with Apple Podcasts. Make sure you follow the podcast subscribe to the podcast that way it automatically downloads into your podcast episodes every week and you are notified when we drop a new one you are notified and uh leave a rating and a review if you haven't already if you have leave another one fuck it why not spotify same thing just follow the podcast there's no rating or reviews on there but at least follow it if you're not on that platform download it real quick and just do it for us um what else follow us on instagram i am jetplane j uh on all social media platforms uh Talbro reception on instagram benetton music on instagram and twitter one eye photography on instagram and fabu let the dominicans <laughs> say fabu fabu uh and my friend across from me is <laughs> i am the one and only trap jesus aka parlay aka richard roger copier on the french dictionary.com <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst yeah, french man. accent ever but um yeah you know where to follow me um yes, follow benetton music follow one eye photography yes sir. follow us get with the wave before it's too late join us man we need the numbers with that said because i couldn't do it last time yeah with this ah. we we're fighting <laughs> it's all right <laughs> it happens sometimes <laughs> 
Oh my cider. <laughs> with that said, let's hit him with the intro <laughs> and, and the, the outro. outro. Wabang! One. <laughs>